gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney, from the parks to movies, collectibles, and a whole lot more. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen. And I'm Stephanie. On today's show, we're taking a look at the newest Funko Pop figures modeled after Disneyland and Disney World attractions. After that, we've got Disney animated movie trivia, and we'll be answering some more of your questions. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention, and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. On today's Who's It's and What's It's of the Week, we're taking a look at two new Funko Pop figures designed after attractions at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. First up is the Matterhorn bobsled with Abominable Snowman Pop Rides vinyl figure. You can find these at Disneyland or on ShopDisney.com. They have to have the whole thing in there, you know? So what do you guys think of this guy? It's pretty cool. I saw I saw him inside Dizziana. He was kind of in the corner of Dizziana mm-hmm. when I walked by there the other day. And it's really cool because he's got him on the car and then he's on the track, too. And it's yeah. like he's going over a little a little hill, which is which is cool for the Matterhorn. And it's got the little logo. Yeah. I it's love got the, that. It's got the old school Matterhorn um, logo on it. So it's kind of fun. I don't, yeah. I don't personally collect um, pops. As you know, I, I have enough plush in my life. Um, <laughs> With more coming uh, on the way for Christmas, but um, so I, I try to avoid bu- uh, buying the pop vinyl figures. But it is it is pretty cool, and if I collected it, it would definitely be one that I would I would mm-hmm. think about buying. I I think they're cool. I mean, um, I'm not a I have a handful of Funkos, mm-hmm. and I I guess what it is is while it's not for me. I think it's fantastic for someone out there. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. that's the greatest thing about Funkos is Funko doesn't know race, religion, color, sex, or creed, or whatever. They They will make something for everybody. They want to make something for everyone. And that's what the great thing is about Funko to me. And so these things make me, I mean, I don't need them, but man, they make make me really happy Mm -hmm. and my favorite however just as a single figure which should be your favorite figure is the rex oh yeah oh yeah yes (laughs) if it's not mm. rex oh it's i think it's dj rex not just they have dj rex yeah Yeah. Yeah. so i mean like i know i know we're talking about a different one but i mean the dj rex is awesome yeah oh man i'm torn yeah because i i have that one i love that one oh you have it already oh yeah that one my mom and i went specifically to disneyland (laughs) to find it and we looked through a bunch of them because i think they had some issues with like some of the printing on them Mm. so and did you um, see the carol danvers one Yes. yes, yes. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so cool on the There's motorcycle. That one. I have um, the redhead from Pirates of the Caribbean too. So that one I love. I absolutely love that one. Yeah, and you know, so. while I while I don't collect, when I go to shows like D twenty three or Comic Con or yeah. those shows where you just see like the wall of Funkos, yes, Funko Con, and it's like so, the Funko and, yeah. the Funko booth has a line like out the door, yeah. and, and people are like fighting for Funkos and yes. I, it, <laughs> fighting nuts. for Funkos. It's, it's nuts. After Comic Con one year, I remember this. I had a friend who waited in line like think four hours for Funkos, and and sadly by the time she got in, the place was just 
bent over oh, no. you wouldn't believe there's like nothing left but um people go crazy for them and they they're do. pretty they're relatively inexpensive they're small yeah. so i think that's why people like they're not a breakable collectible either yes. which is really nice because you can display them on a shelf and you know here in california earthquake country yes. we have to worry about things falling off shelves sometimes and so funkos are great because you can have an earthquake and they're just they're vinyl they're just gonna fall over and they're not gonna get destroyed or ruined so yeah they're you know you can get water on them i mean kids carry them around too yeah. And so I think they're kind of a versatile, kind of inexpensive well, collectible. They're like the gateway collectible. They are. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. Yeah. Um, you know, what I was going to say is it's 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 a collectible and it's not. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess what it is it's it's accessible to everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. So many collectibles out there are it just like. Oh, I can't afford like a custom lightsaber, or right. you get, but this is something that once again is so is such an inclusive product. Yeah, it's like you no, know, if you like the weirdo little like if you like the seventh dwarf, right? Yeah, <laughs> they, they have the seventh dwarf. Right. If not, yeah, yet, they will, and that's what it is. It's so inclusive, and that's what what makes them and cheap. And if you break them, not a big deal. Yeah, you can get a lot of Funkos for two hundred bucks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. they they have a miraculous lady. Ladybug, Ladybug Funko. That's the only figure I've ever been able to to find outside of the ones that are specifically made by the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I love how inclusive they are. Right. Yeah, I don't. Know. I'm I'm half tempted to get Harold because he's just so cool, he and is. I just love the way that this looks. But he's they also need to forty make, bucks. Like, some extra track. I, that would be so yeah. cool and they had like a whole display so like, right? it, well, it could go around your desk yeah. <laughs> it'll oh. look like it extends onto your desk you'll have to make a paper <laughs> make a paper track to make it look like it's the artiste is thinking yeah. over here I know <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I love how they do all these ride ones yeah. so there's that one and then the second one that they have is the Disney Skyliner with Mickey Mouse Pop Rides vinyl figure I've only, <laughs> I've only seen photos of that one, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> is it functional? <laughs> you know, I since know. the ride broke, so. right? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool a that they kind of cool that they made one out of a newer attraction, if you would. So that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. But I don't know that I would if if I were collecting. I don't think I would buy that one because it's kind of new. And which one? The the Skyliner. Oh, one it. For, yeah, for I mean, I like it's it. cute. Maybe I'll feel differently after but I Mickey's, actually ride the Mickey's Skyliner. face is a little bit. Yeah, yeah it's the he newer. Looks weird. It's kind of the newer version of Mickey that they're going for there. So yeah, that does look a little yeah weird. But his beady dead eyes. <laughs> 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 Maybe that's it. Like, I don't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So those are the two newest ones. Let us know if you will be collecting any of these. And now it is time for Disney Animated Movie Trivia. Woo-hoo! So, I are you guys ready? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Zen. Okay. Gotta try. All right. All right, here we go. Question number one. In Robin Hood, what game are Maid Marian and Lady Cluck playing when they run into Skippy the Rabbit? Zen. <laughs> I don't even remember games. watching this as a kid. So okay, it's this, on Disney Plus. This one was super easy for me because I'm a huge Robin Hood fan. I had one of those those books on tape where you have the cassette and you have and you have the book and you read uh-huh. along. So yeah. I know all the songs. She's playing badminton. That's oh, right. Badminton. Ding 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 yeah. ding. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> you know what? When, if Stephanie wins, I can't. I. I bow. <laughs> no, it's one of those things. It's just like she deserves it. Yes. So uh, I, don't I can't be mad. It. You deserve it. Okay. All right. Here we go. Question I need to get number at least two. Score one. 
Yeah. Let's hope I score one. Aim for one. You should score yes. at least one. Here we go. In Alice in Wonderland, who does the white rabbit mistake Alice for? Oh, my God. I've seen this and I can't remember. <laughs> Stephanie, come on. He calls her Marianne. He keeps yep. calling her Marianne for some <laughs> some strange reason. Yeah. Yep. He goes, Marianne, Marianne. He's looking it's for his annoying. gloves. He's looking for his gloves. He's looking for Mary. He calls yeah. her Marianne. Okay. You know what I need to do? Is I need to put the laptop down. <laughs> and watch. She's a little bit yeah, closer to my like, daughter. You have, you have a kid. <laughs> I, I know. You should know all these. <laughs> yeah. I have a little baby cousin who is named okay. Marianne. So I don't have any kids. I to include that one in I just there. got the 14-year-old dog, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right, question number three. In The Little Mermaid, what kind of object does Scuttle refer to as a snarf blat? I know you know this, then. I'm not sure. It's got to be, I don't, there's, I'm going to go with the fork. Uh Uh-oh, it's not right. No. It's the pipe. It's the, it's the, the, pipe? Like the pipe. The smoking the pipe. The smoking pipe. Yeah. <laughs> it's the pipe. The and he takes it and the, he looks at it yeah. and he's, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Which is funny because later on, like a few scenes later, Ariel's pointing to Eric uh-huh. and she's like, the one playing the snarf, but, and he's not uh, playing a pipe. He's right. playing, playing like, a flute yeah. Thing. Yeah. A little yeah. Maybe it's thing. anything that you blow into. Yeah. That yeah. could be. Maybe she, she just mistook, thought. mistook it for that. Yeah. Who knows? I was like, come on, Ariel. It's a straight, it's a straight snarf flat. Th- there you go. There yeah. Go. yeah. <laughs> the other one's a saxophone stuff. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right. Question number four. In The Lion King, what is the first tradition Simba wants to do away with when he becomes king? He has a, a quick conversation with Zazu about mm-hmm. this. Zen's <laughs> just shaking his head. I don't have it. So... Uh, Zazu announces to Simba and Nala that they're betrothed. Mm-hmm. That they're and they're like, "Ew, gross!" You know, like you're supposed to get married. And it's like, "Ew, when I'm king, I'm doing away with that." Bing, oh. bing, bing, bing. So he doesn't. I was going to say betrothed. baths, but okay. Yeah, he does not want to be betrothed. Yes. Okay. It's so cute. It is. Both like, just like, ew, ew, that's my friend. friend. You know what? <laughs> Maybe we need a new host. Oh, <laughs> <Co-host>. come on. <laughs> All right, last one. In Aladdin. Oh, last chance. Okay, what? maybe. 50, I got 50 50. It's, Aladdin. Got 50, 50. it's Aladdin. It's Aladdin. It's, this is the animated one, not the live action one. Yeah, there's a difference. So, is okay. there any other one other than the animated one? Yeah, the live action. I, I, I don't recognize it. that as authentic. <laughs> <laughs> Official or authentic. All right. Well, in the animated version of Aladdin, what is the name of the last suitor Jasmine receives before she's introduced to Prince Ali, oh. a.k.a. Aladdin? I just remember Prince Ali being the last one. Prince so. Ali. What is he? So See, you know the song? I'll give you guys a hint. Um... Raja manages to rip a piece of this yeah. guy's pants. pants. He yeah. rips right. the pants off, and it's Prince Ahmed. Is that his name? Something like stuffed pants or something like that. No. Ding, ding, ding. It's Ahmed. Ahmed. Yes. Oh. No, it's different in the live action, though. Yeah. Is it's it? a different name. I can't name. remember, I can't remember the name, but I was like, wait a minute. There's a different name. And that's why I was like, is it Ahmed or is it? Because I, I remember the scene where he's ripping off the pants. And mm-hmm. then. And, then, and Jasmine's um, like, good, good job. job kind of, yeah. Good job, Raja. Raja. <laughs> so cute. I love it. Yeah. So, ding, ding, ding. Congratulations, oh. Stephanie. Congratulations. <laughs> It sorry, was sorry, Zen. No, <laughs> no. 
Is now it, that you have Disney Plus, you can. Right, now you oh can my catch god! Up on all this stuff. Oh no, 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 yeah. no! I don't have homework. enough time in the day. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna stop sleeping and watch it all day long from now on. Yep. There you go. All right. So before we say goodbye for the week, we are answering some listener questions. If you have oh. a question for us. Or if you want to suggest a topic for us to discuss, head on over to our social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and send us a message. We'll be answering new questions each week. So, we got three for this week. The first one is, Raymond asks, I know they're patching up the Matterhorn, but I heard it's other issues. What do you think the future of the ride will be? Well, I had heard the issues that it actually had low self-esteem because everyone was so <laughs> upset that it was such a rough ride. And he re- always thought of himself as a kind, gentler Matterhorn. Aww. So <laughs> Now it's making me feel bad complaining about Matterhorn. <laughs> Raymond, I'm not sure if that's what you're looking for. <laughs> However, um, what, do you, what do you think of the future? I think it will be as always. Every time Disney takes one of these things down and improves it, it is always a smoother ride and less jarring. Um, that's my take on it. So I have a different take on it. Um, I don't think it's going away, let's put it that way. But I have heard after conversations with people like Bob oh, Gurr, who built it, people who built it, and Tony Baxter. I remember Tony Baxter saying that they ran it through a computer model because uh-huh. it was really Bob Gurr and Aero Development building yeah. this yeah. thing and like bending metal, you know, um, that <laughs> Tony Baxter had mentioned that if they took the Matterhorn and tried to like smooth everything out, it would actually end up being like double the size <laughs> that it that it is well, mm-hmm. I can s- just to get that out of it. So I think it's going to remain as it as is. Um, well, then turn I don't it think- into one track. No, I like the two tracks. Cause, yeah, I know, I do like the two tracks. But, the two you tracks know. is fine. <clears throat> now, what I wish they would do is bring back the old seating configuration and oh. get rid of this three-seat and turn oh, it back Oh, you mean the bobsled style? I like I liked the Toboggan tandem. style. Yeah, I mean, everybody kind of rode style. it single anyway, so I get why they did it for capacity. But the new seats are terrible. They're hard to get in and out of. Yeah, oh, and if they're you horrific. Sit, if you sit in row six, God bless you, because, man, that is a chiropractic adjustment yes. going on in row yes. six. And there's times when I have to take one for the team, and I'm like, boy, I wish I didn't do this. Sometimes what I'll do is if I'm wearing like a hoodie, I will literally take the hoodie and stuff it like behind your behind back. my back so that I'm not and I'll sit forward yeah. too. If and I'm in row six, yeah. I will not lean back in that seat because it, it's just it's jarring. And the older I get, the the more of a chiropractic actually, adjustment actually, I need back there. Yes. But I could do without either seating configuration if they would turn it into. I don't know something that is more actual seat like. I know mm. it's against mm. tradition, Bob-sled-y, but yeah. like yeah. you know, or, or almost like the um, uh, a Space Mountain in Florida. Oh, I hate Space Horn. Yeah, but, me but too. The seat, I'm talking about <laughs> oh, the seats. I'm those seats are the terrible. Seats. They're oh, insane, low. isn't it? I, it's it's it's, a, it's they're worse. Almost, I remember them being there. better than. Uh-uh. Okay. They're worse there because you have you have that that big old bar that comes. Oh up. Yeah. You can't even put it. I can't even put my big my big zombie backpack okay. in there. Yeah, just I forgot shove about it in there. Just like to me, what I'm saying is because it's I call it Space Horn. I do. I kept thinking like, is this Matterhorn? Is Matterhorn in the dark? Yeah, and and that's a kind of practical. Okay, just single seating like. A little bit more single seating and That'd more be interesting. Um, more ergonomic. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. even right now, it's just like oh, they got these single things and, and it's just like cubbies for your feet. And, yeah. And you can't, yeah. It's still it's an ergonomic nightmare getting in and out of it. And 
you know, I'm not an old man by any means. And it's still it's like, oh my god, who who is this designed for? <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's hard. I'm I'm really curious, like especially after the last couple earthquakes that we've had. I wonder, like, what the structure is actually like on the inside, and because I've heard that it's got some issues and who knows like maybe they would have to just completely take it down and rebuild it from scratch or something they have done a lot of safety things to it uh, through the years when i worked there back in the day there there weren't some of the railings and things on there oh, i did not yeah. work that ride but i worked with cast members who did and the the evac process back then was very dangerous we had a couple cast members who were actually out because of slip and falls while, while evacuating the ride. Jeez. So they've put in a lot of safety things. Um, Maybe a full court basketball. Yeah, that's still there. put full court <laughs> in. Yeah. You know, the half, half court, court is in. Yeah, half court. The, the elevator, and I have been on the elevator riding up to the Matterhorn, and this, again, this was years ago, but that thing's pretty rickety, too. It's like a service oh. elevator, and it's pretty rickety. But again, guys, 1959. So they're, yeah. they're keeping it up as much as they can. I, I mean, Disney's great about... Um, trying to uh, fix things. This, this thing that happened with the, with the chunk of it falling on was actually newer construction that yeah. they had done recently. That's and, amazing. Um, actually, a, a friend of mine who's a monorail driver, she said the monorail's the one who noticed it first. Oh. The monorail takes a loop around yeah. before they open, and they're like, uh, we have a problem over here. <laughs> There's a <Houston>. chunk missing. <laughs> Matterhorn is not quite fully functional at this yeah. time. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping they'll they're gonna keep it and they'll they'll do what they can with it. Yeah, that would be good. All right. Uh, next one. Polly asked us, I often hear put on your Sunday clothes from Hello Dolly on Main Street, but that's not a Disney movie, so does Disney have an agreement to be able to play it or something? That is a good question that I didn't really know the answer to at the beginning. I would assume that absolutely they have to have a license agreement to yeah. be playing that on Main Street, but where that comes from, I would think it's just because it's Main Street and they're they're they were looking for a soundtrack. There's yeah. other songs in there too. I mean, that's one in particular, but there's other songs on that soundtrack that are not from Disney films. But again, in 1955 when the park opened, and even even now with that soundtrack, they're trying to to have a a certain theme of what's going on in that land. Yeah, it works out well for that so, time period and. Right. From what I was able to find, so there's three songs that come from Hello, Dolly, according to um, some of the research I was doing. Mm -hmm. And then they also have um, a medley of songs from the Music Man, too. So, yeah, they must have had some kind of agreement because that music just fits in so well with that time period. And it's got that very, like, happy-go-lucky, kind of romanticized version of that time period, Mm -hmm. too. So It's period music. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's our best guess. Hopefully, <laughs> if you know the answer, please let us know. Because yeah, I would love to know too. That's such a good movie too. Hell, it Dolly. is. The I play is it. great too. Okay, last one. last question. Logan asks, "What do you think of the new vegan options at the parks?" Okay, well, I'm I'm going to be the first one to jump in here. I I am a meat lover. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a vegan fan. So you know what? That's fantastic that they've got all these all these vegan options for people. I do have friends who are vegan, mm-hmm. and they're really enjoying some of the plant based stuff. And I think that's wonderful that the park is is doing that. And I know Disney does a great job of of allergy menus and things like that. I have friends with allergies. I have I have food allergies. Fortunately, I'm able to just deal with a regular menu and mm-hmm. just order off a regular menu but hey without this uh so that's great i think it's wonderful that the park's doing that i 
me in particular, I've tried some plant-based like burgers and things like that, and I'm not a fan of them. Mm-hmm. Now, will, would I be willing, willing to try something at Disney that's plant-based? Sure. I'll try it. Yeah. I don't know that I'll like it, but if I do, great. If I don't, I'll just go back to eating the burgers and other other stuff that I like. Yeah. That's just my I, personal opinion. And so as long as they don't take away stuff from the menu, like for us meat eaters. Yeah. And like force us to try to eat healthy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a we'll meat see. eating vegetarian. <laughs> there you go. A meatitarian. <laughs> well, you know what? A cow eats grass and grass is... Vegetarian. vegetarian. So, therefore, if I eat a cow, <laughs> You're I am grass. a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't say the same thing. It's like it's really nice that they're putting in more food options. Um, it, it's just like we keep. On, I, I don't think we had to be inclusive of everybody. But the thing is, it's just like it's there's. This is such a direction that people are trying to eat healthier, mm-hmm. and just being able to have the option without having to leave the park mm-hmm. is just really, really, really nice. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to try them, but I. Hey, it doesn't hurt me for someone else to have it on your menu. Yeah. So I well, don't if, care. If one of my vegan friends yeah. tries something and I try a bite yeah. of it, that's fine. I probably won't go ahead and pay for something like that of like to try it. But again, it, if someone offers it to me, hey, you want to bite of this? Okay, do I like it? Mm-hmm. And that's you know? the other thing is I do have veg- not vegan friends, but vegetarian, vegetarian friends, friends. Mm-hmm. and you know it just makes it easier for them to go oh yeah you know it's like when they have to plan and go yeah it's like what are you gonna eat it's like oh it's like gotta bring my own food yeah Yeah. no i'll see you guys later i gotta go grab my lunch yeah right i mean how many times have you ever had friends who are vegetarians it always ends up just like they end up eating only french fries yeah Yeah. it's like salad or salad or french fries you know it's like and so now yeah this is awesome so Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I've i always been kind of interested in the Beyond Meats and that kind of stuff. Unfortunately, a lot of those, I found out, have canola oil or no. rapeseed oil, which I am intolerant to, so I cannot eat them. Or more calories but, than the actual burger does. Yeah. yeah. You look salt. at the calorie oh, content on some of those things. Yeah. It's yeah. like pea protein and um, canola oil mm. and then other stuff. So, but my husband's tried some of them, mm. and and he's really liked them. So he's not a vegetarian or a vegan, but you know, I actually like Impossible anything. Burgers. Yeah. I mean, I think they taste good and everything. And I mean, it's it's more about one of those things. It's like, you know, I eat cows, but the thing is, like, well, if I could eat less cow, mm-hmm. I mean, that we and enjoy have, it. Yeah, yeah, enjoy yeah. it. Why not? So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm happy for people to have more options too. That is a three thumbs up. Yay! <laughs> All right. So that wraps up this episode of Main Street UCI. As always, if you enjoyed our show, we'd love if you'd share it with your friends. You can find more UCI Division of Continuing Education podcasts at ce.uci.edu slash podcast or anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Main Street UCI. And while you're there, send us a message from somewhere beyond. Ask us your questions or suggest a discussion topic, and you might just hear it on an upcoming episode. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you'll come back and hear us again real soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Ciao.